It's the show that makes us talk. So the other day I was walking in the woods and the trees asked me how they could use the internet. Uh-huh. You know what I told them? What? All they gotta do is log on. <laughs> what about our life? With Chris and Will. Just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Don't tell me not to fly. I've simply got to. If someone takes a spill, it's me and not you. Who told you you're allowed to rain on my parade? How much of my band out? I didn't fake it, hat, sir. I guess I didn't make it, but whether on the rose of sheer perfection, a freckle on the nose of life's complexion, the cinder or the shiny apple of its eye. I gotta fly once, I gotta try once, only can die once, right, sir? Oh, life is juicy, juicy, and you see, I gotta have my bite, sir. Get ready for me, love, cause I'm a comer. I simply gotta march, my heart's a drama. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. I'm gonna live and live now. Get what I want, I know how. One roll for the whole shebang. One throw, that bell will go clang. I on the target and wham. One shot, one gunshot. Hey, Mr. Onstein, here I am. I'll march my band out. I'll beat my drum. And if I'll band out, you'll turn at that, sir. At least I didn't fake it, hatch, sir. Guess I didn't make it. Get ready for me, love, cause I'm a comer. I simply gotta march my heart to drummer. No, nobody don't know, nobody is gonna rain on my Happy Thanksgiving to you. Yay! That was Don't Rain on My Parade from Glee. Wow. Very exciting and very appropriate for today's subject. Yes. Absolutely. So welcome to another episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will, our very special edition for Thanksgiving, because today it's all about Macy's and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yay! So happy Thanksgiving to you all. Have you eaten yet? Have you started cooking yet? (laughs) I know we haven't done a thing yet. Have you watched the parade? Are you going to watch the parade? Are you going to re-record it? What are your plans for today? Are you going to take four or five naps after you eat? (laughs) 
what are you going to do? Because it's Thanksgiving. It's one of those holidays where everything is completely quiet outside, which is wonderful. Yes. Absolutely wonderful. So when do you generally eat Thanksgiving? I know Thanksgiving for us has always been more afternoon, evening-ish. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, more so because, I mean, you got to anticipate it and then, you know, then you have your meal and then you're like, I'm good. Ours wasn't really that. Ours was, depending on who had to work that evening or when they had to work or when they were coming over or what time they were visiting or family and all that fun uh, stuff. So it was always based off of that. But cooking would always begin around six in the morning. Wow. It was always crazy. But remember when we did Thanksgiving for somebody? We had friends over. We were in Palm Bay. And we had friends yes. over and we started cooking early in the morning. That's right. You know, so cooking generally starts really, really early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And you know what? After that, we went and saw a movie. We did. Yes. We did. We and went and saw August Rush. Amazing. Which yes. we've talked about this before, but you know. Yes. Amazing movie. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was in 2007. I think it was. That was, well, it wasn't too, too long ago, but it was a while back in, in my book. But, you know, traditionally on Thanksgiving, lots and lots and lots of people watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is what today's subject is all about. Yeah. It truly is. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade started in 1924. Hmm. It is known as one of the largest parades it's three hours long. Mm -hmm. So it takes three hours to go from start to finished. And it is the second oldest Thanksgiving parade. There is another one oh. that outdoes it in the north. And I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> but it Macy's is the second. Forgive me if you remember the first one because I don't. Um, Macy's employees actually can... March in the parade. Oh, they that's can actually neat. be in the parade. They get first priority over any volunteers. I would see why. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good celebration. Mm -hmm. um, maybe balloon handlers that go to fly the balloons are tradition for them. Yeah. Uh, volunteer, generally volunteer. It starts in Central Park and goes to Herald Square. It started in Newark, New Jersey. Really? Back in the day. By Louis Bamberger. Bamberger. There you go. I just can't get words out today. That's <laughs> that's how hungry I am, right? Yeah. It has floats. It has bands. And sometimes back in the day, it actually had live animals in it from wow. the Central Park Zoo. Hmm, okay. Interesting fact. Yeah. Then in 1928, um, they would release their balloons out in the air as their grand finale. Of course, they don't do that anymore. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> and the balloons, of course, would burst in the air. So they don't, of course, do that anymore. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was reported in 2018 that the parade was facing its coldest parade ever. Wow. Very, very cold. That's probably why we've never gone up north to watch the parade, because <laughs> it's too freaking cold. The warmest parade was in 1933 for 69 degrees. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. New York. Yes. Yeah. The wettest parade of rain was back in 2006 
about close to two inches of rain that day. Wow. Okay. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So a lot of um, interesting thing. Famous balloons. What comes to mind with famous balloons? Sonic the Hedgehog balloon. Of course. <laughs> the one that injured people in 1997. Well, I wasn't saying that because of that, but I mean, you know. <laughs> and speaking of 1997, that was also the year that the New York State had put in regulation for wind requirements. So that way, if balloons or the wind would reach a certain gust, mm -hmm. then the balloons would not fly. Oh, that okay. was established in 1997. So other balloons? I would say, um, what is it? They had like the... Um the little, the soldiers and the, the elves. Soldier, the elves and the candy cane. Yeah, the candy one. canes. But uh -huh. infamous ones, what about uh, Popeye? Started in 1957. Oh, okay. Yep. Felix the Cat. Yes, yes. 1931 and 1932. Shrek, 2007. Oh, okay. That's when it premiered. Kermit the Frog, 1977. Yeah. Uh -huh. Mickey Mouse, 1934. Oh, they also had another rendition of Sonic the Hedgehog back in 2011. Oh, okay. Premiered. Hello Kitty is in 2012. Yeah. Donald Duck, 1935, first appearance. Betty Boop, 1985, another wow, very popular okay. one. What about Ronald McDonald? I remember the yes, Ronald McDonald. Yes, yes. 1987, yes. Ronald's first mm -hmm. appearance. Uncle Sam, 1938. That, yeah. mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. That one also, I think, used to. I don't know if it still does parades at uh, Universal Studios in Florida. I don't think it does anymore. But yeah, it used at to. one time. It used yeah. to. Yogi Bear in 1983. Okay. Uh, Garfield in yes. 1984. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Toy Soldier, 1949. That was one of them, yeah. Yep. That was one of them. Big Bird, 1988. Oh. Okay. Barney, yeah, 1994. Okay. Yeah. And SpongeBob's first appearance was in 2004, but they have a new SpongeBob this year with Gary. Right, because of uh, the 20th. Yep. Right? Yeah. Raggedy Ann, 1984. That's right. Yeah. They have a very famous marching band uh, sign up. Marching bands are from all over the globe, I think, that perform in the parade. The parade. They also have celebrity special guests that appear and mm -hmm. make uh, appearances and sing sometimes. Very interesting facts. I didn't know a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And, of course, Macy's starts the Christmas traditions. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. So many different traditions. So many different traditions. But, you know, the Christmas music has already started playing. Yeah. <laughs> so that means we got to play some Christmas music now. Yay! Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don we now our gay apparel. Fa la 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 la. Troll the ancient Yuletide carol. Fa la 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 la.
I told you we were going to listen to some music, and it was Christmas music. So, it wasn't it great? Yeah. How exciting, because it's all the time now. You can't get away from it. <laughs> but even when you walk into a store, you're going to hear Christmas music. Everywhere you go, you're going to hear Christmas music. You sit on the phone for on hold for a doctor's office, you're going to hear Christmas music. So get used to it because you're going to hear Christmas music, just so you know. But anyway, we're talking all about Macy's. And, you know, years and years and years back, um, Macy's started working with Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. And they would parade along with their balloons and floats and and different types of presentations um, from Macy's, from the actual Macy's Thanksgiving parade. And you know what? Willie and I yes. actually was in that parade for like, what, a year, two years? Two maybe? years, maybe? yeah. Um, I handled the balloons, mm -hmm. many of the balloons, piloted them as well, learned yeah. that, got yep. pictures with that. Willie, unfortunately, could not do the balloons and because he was too skinny. I didn't weigh enough because to handle the balloons... Uh, a person has to be of a certain weight. Yes, he would have floated away. <laughs> it would have been cute. It would have been really funny, like you see in the movies. But anyway, he worked with the um, floats. Would, yeah, I worked yeah, with the floats. Yeah, you with the floats. Mm -hmm. Well, back in 2017, they renamed the parade. It was originally called Macy's Holiday Parade at Universal Studios Orlando. But they changed the name in 2017 to Universal's Holiday Parade featuring Macy's and it features now a lot of DreamWorks characters, um, different universal characters. It's more universal themed, but it has some of the Macy's balloons in it. So yeah. it still has some of the styling in it. So um, what you, what would you think your Thanksgiving tradition would be other than watching the parade? Uh, I would say go into the video store and renting a video game. Cause while <laughs> well, I know it sounds funny. Were the video stores even open? Well, I rented it like two days before. That's what I was about to say. It's like nobody opens. But like the thing is, though, when, you know, my parents were cooking or whatever, I was upstairs playing a game. So, you know. And, you know, not many restaurants are open on Thanksgiving, but you have to you have to give digs to those that are because for us that travel a lot. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's was probably the best uh, Thanksgiving we would have because <laughs> everywhere else was either closed or the lines were too long. So thank mm -hmm. you for working for that day. But the theme parks were always crazy busy. Uh -huh. And, you know, no matter where you travel, always remember respect. That's, that's the key yes. thing because, you know, we can get a little grumpy, but, you know, just remember you chose to go and travel on the holiday knowing it was going to be busy. So you can't blame anybody except for yourself mm -hmm. for making those plans. So be respectful. That's the best industry advice you can get. Yes. But, you know, going to New York for the parade is on a bucket list. And we were going to do that this year, but unfortunately, plans made it change. and We couldn't, but it will be on our list. Um, and uh, we'll look forward to it yeah. whenever it happens, mm -hmm. of course. What about the best balloon moments? Wow. Okay. The best balloon moments. I can't choose one. There's Only so because there are so, there's a lot of them. I mean, okay, maybe one of them was, uh, uh, what is it? They had Cat in a Hat. 
Yeah, they had Cat in the Hat. They had Pink Panther as, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a lot of good ones. I think that was the most exciting thing about the parade. There were several things. You you saw the turkey at the beginning, uh-huh. and then the balloons. That's really all you wanted to see is the balloons. The floats, if they had a really nice-looking float, it was great. And then Santa right at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was what you looked forward yeah. for. And then, for me, it was always go back to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was go back to bed. Because... It would you would wake up so early just to see it, and you know then you had the Broadway start. You had the Broadway musicals, yes. and mm-hmm. all the special performances at the beginning. So you would stay up really long to watch it, and then you know you would be tired, and you're like, oh, I'm off of school. I'm wasting my time watching this parade because back then you couldn't really record it, and if you you did, then you had to find a blank VHS tape, yeah, that was empty and that would record for several hours mm-hmm. because you know. You couldn't block out commercials. You couldn't do any of that. You had to set the VCR and do all that. And then if you didn't have a VCR, like we didn't for several years, unfortunately, you had just to stay up and watch it. (laughs) So that was a big tradition. Now it's like you can record it and then you can go back to it later. Or, you know, we would watch it when we're cooking or doing whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, just the general feeling of the parade was amazing. I mean, it was always such a magnificent feel. Yeah. It, it has full creativity. People are enjoying it. And you could just feel the happiness in your living room from the people that are out there freezing their tapushis. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't even know if that's a word. But um, but anyway, yeah. So it's, it's, it's great. Well, anyway, today on our show, we are talking to Rick... Homer. Yes, he is one of the creative directors of Macy's. He works very closely with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And we're going to talk all about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with him, plus maybe some great things coming up, what to expect if you haven't seen the parade yet, or maybe you have, and get some inside looks on how they do it. So we are very grateful for Macy's giving us this opportunity to interview them, talk to them, and have them a part of our podcast family. So we are very thankful and very excited. And again, we thank Macy's for giving us this opportunity. So sit back, relax, because the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade special is coming up with Rick Palmer. So yeah, sit back, relax, and let's have a parade.
with us today. We are so excited. This is a tradition for us to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And we have with us the creative director of that, Rick Pomer. Hi, Rick. How are you? Hey guys, I'm great. How are you? Oh, we're Very doing good. amazing. Thank you for asking. So, Rick, let's okay. start off with um, a little bit about what well, we just said, your title. So tell us what you do. I, may, I imagine it's got to be an amazing job. It, for, for a creative, it's kind of like a dream job, I have to say that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm definitely living my best life right now um, in, in this position because really for a creative to deal with everything that's in fantasy, uh, not reality, is, is kind of a wonderful thing. Um, and so I have uh, a team of, of creatives out in uh, Munaki, New Jersey, at our parade studio, uh -huh. who uh, concept, design, and, uh, and actually build all of our floats and balloons that are in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Awesome. So what, what is the uh, creative process? Tell me what that consists of. Sure. It's very, it's very similar to uh, many creative processes, um, although it has some very, uh, very important distinction. So everything starts with a creative strategy, really. Um, and, and everything really starts with brainstorming. And, and the, the fun part for us is we have lots of partners in our parade. So uh, brands that like to tell their story or characters from pop culture. And, and really what we're doing is bringing that to the American public. So uh -huh. We're really not sitting around thinking what would be great for the parade. We're thinking about what's great for us in telling our Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade story, but what's also perfectly going to tell that story on behalf of another brand. Um, so if you take a, a pop culture icon like SpongeBob, yeah. uh, for example, um, you know, you might just think, well, you're just going to put that character in the sky and, and it is what it is. And it's really much more than that. There's a lot more that goes into um, specifically what story you might want to tell. It, it comes out much more. It's more complicated for floats. Um, but what, even when you think about balloons, it's really, you know, what, what poses are going to work and how is that giant balloon going to engage and connect with the audience and What's the what's the eye contact from that character, and how's he going to fly down the down the streets of Manhattan? It's a it's a lot to consider, um, and and lots of sketching, designing, brainstorming, spitballing um, before we land on something that we all love. Wow, that's really really cool. So, do with those brands, do you actually go ahead and have a meeting with them, and like the actual. Uh, I don't know, like, for example, Sonic the Hedgehog, that was by Sega. I mean, did you, would you guys sit down with them in a meeting room and you all together come up with a pose for Sonic for that balloon? And then you give your input and they give their input? Absolutely. Everything does start with, uh, it's all about collaboration. And it's, uh, it's not even just about one meeting. It's about continuous collaboration with the brand. Um, we are certainly experts in, in creating things that are absolutely perfect for the parade route. Um, but what, it, the interesting thing is you might think you know a lot about these brands and the nuances, but when you actually meet with the brands and the, the folks, the creative powerhouses behind them, you actually learn a whole lot more and what's important to them and, and uh, very small nuances like a little back in the eye that's really important. Yes. Um, you would never think about, but they are really, really critical to the character correct uh, 
correctness of, of that balloon. Wow. So what would you say your timeline is from start to finish? Timeline is really, we're, we're always thinking about the next parade. In fact, even before this upcoming parade, we're thinking about next year. So ideally, it's around 12 to 15 months for real time in, in terms of working on things. So for this parade, and we're already working on next year. That's cool. So then that way, your creative juices keep flowing then. Absolutely. We live and breathe uh, this parade. I mentioned our, um, our parade studio out in, in New Jersey. Um, we've got about 30 full-time employees there that, like I said, live and breathe the parade. And, and we work on this all year round. And, and many of them have been there for not just years, but decades. Um, and, and the interesting thing about that is um, they all have really specific expertise um, in what they do. Um, you can imagine that creating giant balloons is not something that happens in many industries. Right. <laughs> and, and even in, even floats. And um, you know, we're we're very proud of the fact that our parade is very uh, genuine and, and honest in its craftsmanship. So there's an artistry to everything that we do that we never want to lose. So you're not really going to see highly machined and super slick things coming down the parade route, it's, it's really much more, um, there's a homemade craft to everything that we actually think is really important. Yes, and we agree. We definitely appreciate that. It's something that really touches the heart and something that is, con for you guys to continue that tradition is, well, we love it. Yes, that's, it's, and it's actually important to, uh, we, we call uh, all of the volunteers in our parade really our our extended family. Uh, there are about 8,000 people in all that participate in the parade, and many of them are really uh, family, either um, colleagues and associates and, and their extended families. And, and people come back every year, and it's really, it becomes part of their own traditions right. uh, that they never give up. Very true. Wow. wow. Very true. Well, it's on a bucket list for us to be in New York to... Uh, Watch the parade for the first time. Yes. Stress <laughs> <Breath> warm. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing that's uh, kept us away. <laughs> I don't know how Flo so I don't know how two Florida boys will make it in New York during the cold season. <laughs> we've we've had uh, certainly our share of uh, you know throngs of cheerleaders that are uh, in, in tiny outfits that, that really aren't necessarily prepared for that, but it's such an exhilarating morning that right. you kind of uh, get that once you start moving. Yep, wow. I, can, I can agree with that. So how do you guys handle weather conditions, talking about that? Yeah, so weather is, you know, it is, it's November in New York, so there is an unpredictability to it, um, but we, we have been doing this for close to 100 years, about 93 uh -huh. years. Um, and, and we kind of know how to foresee and plan for weather, be it uh, winds would be the most sort of critical thing for us to watch um, and because that really affects the balloons, whether uh -huh. they can fly or, or how high they can fly. Right. Um, so we plan for that and we monitor all of that with, uh, with uh, partnering with New York City and those agencies, and really we have guidelines around, you know, if wind is, is this, then the balloons fly at this height. Or if wind is above something really high, then, then unfortunately we wouldn't be able to fly the balloons, which has really only happened like once 
um, in the past uh, few decades. So wow. uh, we've been, knock on wood, pretty lucky. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. So uh, what advice would you give families who want to see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in person? Well, it's a it's a wonderful trip to plan. Uh, it is, as you said, it's on so many people's bucket list. Yes. Uh, we do that all the time, and, and we love that. Um, and it is something again, uh, weather. <laughs> if you're from from the uh, from the south or from someplace warm, it really is about uh, dressing for it. It's, it's what mother would say, right? Uh, right? Be there on time. Be early. Dress warm and dress in layers, 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 so that you're prepared. Wow. Well, we will have to do that. That mm-hmm. is for sure. I don't, we got to go. I don't know how many uh, places sell like really good winter clothes in the South, but um, we'll find one. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what actually, you were talking a little bit about the balloon. So what happens if a uh, balloon starts to deflate during the parade? What do you guys do then? Sure. Um, like I said, we have lots of, uh, lots of um, things in place for, for um, unfortunate events like that. But really, it comes down to the design of the balloons themselves. So uh-huh. it's, it's a little different from or a lot different from uh, a regular balloon that you might have at a birthday party. Right. Um, all those shapes are really different chambers and compartments, and they all have kind of their own um, supply of helium. So if something happens to, say, a, a hand on one of the characters where it does start to lose, um, it's still going to be able to fly because um, it really would only affect that chamber. And we also have folks in place that can actually deal with that um, on site and make sure that we can uh, do a quick repair or, or get it down the route um, safely. Wow. Very interesting at that. So uh, how do you determine new balloons and which balloons actually return in flight? So um, we, we introduce a handful of new balloons and new floats every year, and then we have lots of returning elements. Um, if the parade were completely new every year, first of all, people, uh, the American public would not uh, be into that because there are fan favorite things that uh, people look for every year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. So there's, there's Tom Turkey. Uh, who leads the parade, and then, of course, Santa, who, who ends, the parade. ends the parade. But as far as what goes uh, on the inside, really the parade is, uh, we like to think of it as an illustration of American pop culture at this moment. Um, uh-huh. So a lot of the brands that we work with are having a cultural moment, or they're celebrating maybe an anniversary, or uh, so they might be culturally relevant right now, but they're celebrating a 25th anniversary. Um, We also love to have throwback moments. So there are classic characters that um, everyone loves to see come back. And it's sort of that moment when you can actually enjoy them for, you know, in in real life for a moment uh, larger than life. Um, So that all plays into the decisions. It's it's really about what brands are celebrating something and, and, and who's got the best stories to tell. Wow. So I have to ask this question because one of my favorite all-time favorite balloons is the Betty Boop balloon. And I don't, re- yes. I don't know if that's flown recently. Has it or, or or will it again? I don't think it has probably in the last maybe 10 years. Um, and 
again, that might be something where if, if Betty Boop is celebrating uh, an anniversary, at this point I'm not sure what anniversary that might be. It might be a big one. Right. Um, that would be something that we would, uh, we would work with um, those partners to see if we could do that again. The, the blooms um, don't last forever, so they, um, in terms of what, how many times they're able to fly, kind of depends on a lot of uh, variables. So it sort of depends on when that particular balloon was made, the technology at the time, how many times it has flown, and uh, because of sun and, and wind and, and weather, there's certain uh, there's a life to that. Uh, right. before you actually have to rebuild it and, and do lots of repairs. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of science that goes into balloons um, beyond just the design. The design has to be di aerodynamic. It has to be uh, only a maximum width. It has to be something that, um, you know, balloons want to be round. They don't necessarily want to be square. Right, so, yes. You know, SpongeBob SquarePants wasn't an easy one feet to pull off. Uh, but we, we certainly find ways to do things like that. Right. So what would you say the largest balloon you guys have ever had was? So the largest balloon in our history, uh, the tallest, was Superman, and that was from uh, 1980. And that's kind of a, a, a cool uh, thing for him to hold is, you know, being the tallest balloon. We, we kind of love that. Um, our balloons come in all shapes and sizes. So uh, historically or, or current recent history, um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid is a huge balloon. Uh -huh. um, he's the ta tallest current balloon at, at 62 feet. Wow. Um, and that is, when, when you come to New York, and I'm saying when, because uh, I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> that we will. It's hard. It's really hard to um, really capture how massive they are until you actually see them in, in person. The television actually diminishes their size a bit. Um, and you really don't get a sense of that until you're standing under one. And, and God, they're huge. They're just massive. Well, you know, uh, interesting fact. We we kind of got the sense of that because we used to do the uh, we used because you guys do stuff with Universal in Orlando, and yeah. we actually worked with Piper and mm -hmm. did. Um, we flo we helped fly some of the balloons when they did that at Universal, so we got somewhat of a sense of how massive they are, and uh, what it kind of entails from the inflation to the deflation process. So, and that was intriguing in itself. Yeah, just seeing it in the warehouse or in backstage, what they had it in a sound stage or something, yeah. and then you got to see them uh, inflated. It was really really neat. Yeah, it's, yeah and, and what I will say is, and we still do that parade uh, to this day, it's actually a, become a, an even bigger thing um, in Universal. Those balloons in Universal are actually much smaller than what we're able to do in New York. So right. take that experience and, and magnify it. Because um, the, the actual balloons, the giant balloons in New York are much, much bigger. Wow. I can imagine because the one balloon that I had to fly consistent, consistently, which I hated with management on it because uh, <laughs> it was so big and when it would get windy, it was just, it, it was like a nightmare in so many senses. And that was the, the Santa balloon. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's the old Santa balloon that you guys have. And the round uh, big man Santa. We yes. Yes, and he is so gigantic, and it was just like, oh my gosh, why do you guys keep putting me here? It's torture. 
you know. So well, I, again, I have to say, uh, you're saying that balloon is gigantic. The, the balloons, giant balloons in New York, uh, way bigger than that. So here's a good bigger. here's a good question. So for those for the big balloons in New York, how long does it take to inflate that full balloon? Then, considering they're at a larger scale. Sure. Um, we have an inflation night prior to the parade uptown uh, where we stage all the balloons, and they, they take about an hour and a half to inflate. Um, and we do that, like I said, the night before. That's actually a, a New York event unto itself. We get a right. uh, large crowd coming to see that event uh, and just see everything because you can get a, a, an up-close look at them on the ground, which is interesting. Take about an hour and a half to, to inflate. I was just going to say that event gets about a million people um, just on the night before, it's just sort of a, a casual, not staged event that uh-huh. uh, that people just really want to come see. It's kind of a best-kept secret night before Thanksgiving. I bet. That would be intriguing to watch just in itself, too. So do you have a favorite I, moment about the parade? Um, I have a, a lot of favorite moments about the parade, but one uh, one that I always sort of keep in the back of my mind that, that, that sticks with me. I've been with Macy's for about 30, over, over 30 years. Uh, but my first time uh, actually being in the parade was around 2004. Um, and I escorted a giant bear character <laughs> uh, down the parade route. And, and I had been sort of adjacent to the parade for many years, creating uh-huh. a lot of the marketing properties, the posters. But I had never actually been in the event and experienced it uh, as a whole, as a as a participant. So that year I did, and again it was it was escorting a, a giant uh, bear head character. Which <laughs> but what I never realized is, uh, first of all, it's a massive, uh, massively choreographed choreographed uh, production. But the the feeling you get, uh, the anticipation before parade steps off, is one thing. Uh, the energy at that hour in the morning is incredible. Uh-huh. And once you step off and start walking down that parade route and you see all those kids and all those faces and smiles and literally everyone wishing you a happy Thanksgiving, it is so heartwarming and amazing to feel that for two and a half miles, just millions of people Wishing you a happy Thanksgiving is is incredible. You feel like a wow. superstar. And I was going to ask, um, since it's the parade has many many elements to it, not just the balloons, but they have the floats that go with it as well, and the marching bands, and then some of the Broadway um, shows they do a little snippet with the with the floats as well. Um, can you go into a little bit more detail about how they prepare for that moment? Sure. Um, like I said, it's it's a massive choreography, and it, and it does. Uh, I, I mentioned twelve to fifteen months in, in in terms of preparing elements for the parade, but the longest lead item I would say is uh, is the band selection. So we've got a dozen bands in the parade every year, um, and we start that process eighteen months out, and um, it's that's a really important distinction for for that element. Um, it's a huge moment for those bands to make a trip to New York City and, and be selected. Uh-huh. We get over 100 submissions every year that our selection committee goes through, and, and uh, we like to look for a, a great mix of regionality and, and high schools and colleges and, and uh, new sort of uh, 
types of bands. So um, what happens with the 18-month process is it's really about them applying to be part of the parade, getting selected, and then what we do is we actually surprise those bands and we, we take a trip to their town or their college or their university and we surprise them with that announcement. And what that does, it actually gives them enough time to prepare uh, for their big trip to New York City. So 18 months out, we're, we're already selected for next year's band. That's got to be wow. an exciting moment for them, definitely. Because I would be if, you know, in person, hey, guess what? We're going to tell you right now. <laughs> That'd be really That's right. awesome. That's right. And it, it is always a surprise. We usually surprise during a game or something. Um, and it is a, it's a great moment to capture. So how does one, now you talked about the bands and stuff like that. So how does one actually join the parade? I know you have the uh, the ones that carry the, the help uh, fly the balloons in different uh, positions like that. How does one join the parade? Sure. So um, the parade began in 1924, and it was really uh, employees, colleagues of Macy's, decided let's put on an event. We actually called it the Christmas Parade. Uh-huh. Um since then, it has always really been uh, an employee-run and volunteer event. Um, so really, it is about that extended family of ours. So it's about our, our colleagues, our partners, um, and our families being part of that. Um, beyond that, it's the performers that we invite to join us um, as part of whatever this year's lineup is. Um, along with the bands, it's cheerleaders, very similar um, it, it's really about, for the most part, all of those volunteers are, are really part of our extended family. Wow. That mm-hmm. is awesome. So do you guys archive any of the floats or any of the balloons that you know will never appear again? Sure. So we have a massive warehouse uh, about a, a couple blocks away from our basic parade studio uh, where we house all of our current and some archival and it's always a, a tough decision because these are works of art. Uh, as I mentioned before, it's all about that craftsmanship. Uh-huh. And uh, these aren't machined things that we uh, you know, can easily feel comfortable with uh, walking away from. So right. what happens for the, for the majority of those things after we know that they might not return is we have favorite elements from them that we, we save. And they actually become part of our decor or our archives. Um, we share them with our offices in, in Manhattan. Um, they really become part of our culture here, our internal culture. Uh-huh. Um, we feel like we never really say goodbye to, to any of the floats. I'm sitting in an office right now filled with elements of uh, past floats. Wow. So do you guys actually let the public tour some of your facilities? Um, that's, a, that's a very good question. Um, the, the parade studio has always been really a best-kept secret, really behind the scenes. Um, but what we've realized over the last couple of years is um, everyone's really interested in that peek behind the curtain and, and seeing you know, how things are done. And um, so, so really the way that we share that is by capturing uh, content um, and sharing that either on our uh, YouTube channels or on our uh, Macy's.com slash parade site lit uh-huh. um, so that you can get a look, uh, a little peek behind the scenes and see how things are done. Um, we also do a press event every year about a week out before the parade where we introduce the new 
elements, and we do invite uh, some very lucky grammar schools to come in and, and tour um, and learn a little bit about um, lo local grammar schools and learn a little bit about um, how, how floats and balloons are made. Wow. Hmm. That's, That's interesting. Nice. So one thing I wanted to ask was, what is the largest float that's been presented out of any of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parades that have been done? Sure. Well, largest current float, and this is an important one, and I'm not sure we'll go any bigger than this in the future because it's <laughs> massive. Horace is Santa's sleigh. He's uh, 60, 60 feet long, um, which is just massive. Mm -hmm. uh, but prior to that, we did have a float that was uh, actually larger than that, which was the Dream Seeker float for Cirque du Soleil a few years back. Wow. Um, so it was, was a feat. Uh, that was because we had performers yeah. uh, from Cirque du Soleil on that float. It was actually four stories tall. Wow. Um, so it was, it was massive. Uh, and and uh, you can imagine the engineering that goes into something like that uh, making sure that uh, a moving stage can come down the streets of Manhattan with acrobats and, and all of that. It's, uh, that, was, that was a unique moment. I imagine. That's, that's cool. That is so cool. So yeah. out of the 30 years that you've been there, what can you say that you've identified as a major change in each parade? I mean, it's evolved over the years, of course, but what can you say that stands out the most that you've seen as far as a change? Sure. So um, the, the parade, like I said before, the, the parade is really an illustration of American pop culture at this moment. So you can go back to any parade from any decade, and it really is a snapshot of that year, really. You can see uh -huh. what celebrities might have been hot at the time, who was out with current music. Um, so that's a constant evolution. Um, in the 70s, we introduced so big moment in the 70s. We and, and I wasn't here in the 70s, by the way. Um, <laughs> pretty close, but not 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 close. Um, we introduced Broadway shows, and that was really a big moment um, in really changing and paving the way for how we look at the parade even today. It really is an entertainment property. It is something. Um, that every moment that we look at for the parade is really about entertainment. Um, and we have two audiences really to serve. We've got uh, the 50 million plus viewers at home who are watching um, on the telecast, but we also have the three and a half million people in New York City who got there at six o'clock in the morning with their hot cocoa and, and they want to see something that's not necessarily uh, the choreographed performance that's on 34th Street. There's, uh, there's a little bit of a different aspect and angle to the show if you're on, let's say, 59th Street or something like that. Right. Um, so we, we keep that in mind. Um, so we know that there's the moving stage, and then there's that staged moment that happens at 34th Street. So that's, that's one that's evolved over time. And um, in terms of how people sort of interact with the parade, it, it's always been either those two audiences, but of course we're looking at new things like Verizon uh, has partnered with us over the last couple of years to do um, a 360 cam and multiple cams along the route so that oh, wow. uh, folks can enjoy a second screen experience and, and get a different angle or multiple different angles on the parade. So we're always looking at ways to, to 
offer a little bit more or a little bit different experience because we know that people are kind of hungry for that and are looking for something different. Yeah, definitely. So out of all of the balloons that have premiered on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, what's your favorite balloon? Ah, my favorite. That's a really tough one. Um, I I don't know that I have a favorite. Um, I do have a favorite, uh, let's call it a favorite series. Okay. Uh, and, and you'll understand what that means in a second. We have what we call the Blue Sky uh, Gallery Series, and that's where we've partnered with um, artists over the past decade about um, to do not necessarily the, the pop culture characters, but something from an artist. So oh. one that comes to mind, uh, one of the first ones was Keith Haring um, and, and that balloon in 2008, the figure with the heart. Yeah. Um, but we also... Jeff Coons for the giant silver rabbit. We partnered with Tim Burton to do a, an exclusive character that was really just super fun. We partnered with Cause, and most recently last year we partnered with Friends with You to do Little Cloud and a, and a Rainbow, which was really a fun, fun moment. And we've got a new one this year, but I can't tell you who that is. But <laughs> right. <really. laughs> so speaking of that, uh, what can we expect for the parade for 2019? So you can expect um, more entertainment, more fun, lots of surprises. We have some really exciting new partnerships. Um, we, we always like to say we're going bigger, 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 bigger and better. Um, so you will definitely see that. We, we have a few that uh, we have announced that we can actually uh, share with you at this point. Um, one that's, uh, I think, a, an all-time fan favorite is Snoopy. He's actually been in, in the parade more than any other character. This will be his eighth iteration and wow. his 40th parade. And it's astronaut Snoopy. So in celebration of the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, um, Snoopy has partnered with NASA, and he's, uh, he's an astronaut again, which is really fun. Wow. Wow, that, that sounds really nifty. Cool. So as much as we're pushing forward with what's, absolutely current right now we're really excited about some throwback moments um that i think everyone will will really enjoy we love throwback moments. yes yes we do <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything that we should look forward to as far as the uh, maybe not in the near future but the um long-term future that you guys are hoping to accomplish yeah like i was saying you know we do pride ourselves on being genuine and authentic and staying true to our craft um, but at the same time, we're looking at uh, new ways to do things and uh, introducing technology. We've, we've started to uh, introduce 3D design into our process. Um, and really what that does for us, um, it opens up new possibilities. It, it, it lets us solve for things that we might not have been able to, um, to comprehend in the past because right. we can actually model things. Um, prior to actually building them. So we're really excited about that as a prospect in, in maybe doing things that are bigger and more elaborate, more animation, things like that. Um, we're always looking to push that forward. So you will definitely see more of that um, even in this year's parade. Wow. Well, we look forward to that. Mm -hmm. So um, what is your feeling when Santa finally crosses in front of Macy's department store? What feeling does that give you? It, it gives me two feelings. <laughs> uh, 
it gives me, of course, uh, again, you have to be there in person to experience um, the halo energy that comes around this massive megastar we call Santa, um, and and how just the the energy of the public just changes once once they see him. It's incredible to you just want to bottle that up. It's a really magical moment, um, and it's it's amazing to encounter that. At the same time, for us involved in the parade, it's a it's a a finale moment, and we feel uh, it's a it's a moment to exhale uh, because we know that we've just completed yet another successful parade. So there's a a bit of thank God we did it again. Uh, we can just look forward to next year. So it's it's both of those feelings. We always get the different sense with it because we uh, even watching it at home. That's the that's the mega thing when you 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 almost get a sense of happiness and then you get a sense of sadness at the same time because you get the sense of happiness because it's it's here but you get the sense of sadness that it's over you know what i'm saying so there's a lot of emotions that go Mm -hmm. in from the time that the parade starts to the time that the parade ends so i can definitely relate to that parade is the kickoff to the holiday season so that's it yep Yep. So it's uh, it's really uh, we don't see it as a, an end to that moment. It's really like kicking off into an entire season of joy and and togetherness. Absolutely. Well, Rick, is there any final words that you would like to wish our listeners for the holidays? Well, we just can't wait to wow you once again on Thanksgiving morning. We hope you join us again, and and I hope that you guys come join us uh, and layer, 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 and, and join <laughs> us. Will. We're going to hold you to it. So, uh, yes. <laughs> well, Rick, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining our show. We really appreciate Macy's allowing this to happen. Yes. And you guys have just been incredible working with us on this and I just can't thank you enough. And we're so honored and it's, it's a spectacular event and we're looking forward to it. And we can't, appre- we can't say we appreciate it more than, you know, it's been a real, oh. real treat, a huge joy. The, the honor is all mine. Thank you guys so much, and uh, and happy holidays. Totally on our bucket list. Yes. Oh, that was so exciting to get some insight of the parade. I mean, who knew? So many details. I know. You got chills. Yeah. But it's not cold in here, so it had to be because of the interview, and it had <laughs> to be because of all that, because it's nice and toasty in here right now. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we want to thank Rick for coming on the show today. That was wonderful, wonderful. And we also have to give another great shout out to Macy. Yes. For giving us this opportunity. We really appreciate the Macy's family for allowing us to be a part of their family this holiday season. And of course, we want to thank you guys for coming and listening to the show, as we always appreciate you being attentive to us for every single week. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Don't forget to tell your friends about us. And you can follow us on Instagram. At chris.ann.will. Yes, of course. And we hope you enjoy the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade if you haven't seen it yet. And if you have, we hope you did enjoy it. And we hope you enjoyed this addition to the parade for this great interview. And, of course, next week we got another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Another great guest. Another great topic. Um, You know, we've got guests all the way up until the first of the year completing season one. So we're extremely excited. But for now, you know, we've got to go and enjoy our Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Remember, we love you. Be sure to love yourself and the world will love you in return. 
But for now, guys, thanks, Rick. Thank Macy's. And thank you guys for coming in on the mm-hmm. show. We appreciate it. But for now, happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much because you'll puke. So anyway, <laughs> or enjoy if you your eat rest. too much, then you'll fall asleep yeah, too early. You will. Enjoy your naps. All right. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.